Blog Talk Radio. Hello there and welcome to Healing from Harmony Hall. This is Frances Mitchell speaking. Everything that we talk about today can be revisited on my website, which is www.healingbyfrank.com. And obviously you can contact me there and we can enter discussion or healing or whatever needs to happen. But I hope everyone's really well today. I imagine a lot of people are tuning in today because we're going to be talking about fertility. It's a, it's a hot topic for many people because in the, the human race is becoming less and less fertile, both men and women, and lots of people are, are struggling to conceive. You know, the options aren't great. There seems to be, um, you know, trying, and that can even <laughs> come between a couple. And then there's all sorts of... Uh, you know, un- unpleasant uh, medical procedures in terms of trying to extract an egg and or extract a well, whatever it is, extracting something. And it, anyway, it's a contrived situation, which isn't necessarily what you want to do. Fantastically, friends of mine have come up with a completely natural product, the recipe and the product and the means I wish to to get it, because they're although they're I'm sure they're great salespeople. Their main interest and excitement is holistic living, uh, and it is exploring all the great natural foods and all the great natural supplements and how we can live and thrive at our best. I'm just going to tell you at the very outset what that product is called so that you know how to find it in case they're not plugging it like mad as we go through. I bet you 50p they're probably not. It's called Preconceive, and you can get it on Pillar Healthcare. Dot IE, the so pillar as in Dorian pillar and Roman pillars, P I L A R. So pillarhealthcare.ie and it's preconceived. And there's a lot of information there as well about how to support that process of trying to conceive in other areas of your lifestyle as well. So I am absolutely delighted to be here. I'm not at Harmony Hall today. I have ventured out fearlessly. Uh, across the Wicklow Hills, very, very beautiful, slightly threatened by ginormous pylons that we are currently redirecting underground. Uh, there's a big big mission to do that, which I'm totally involved in and, and uh, determined uh, for a positive outcome that those huge cables will go underground, as are my guests today. So I'd love to maybe just share a little bit of music while we get set up here in Evolve Health Food Store, their creation of 20 years ago, and it's been ever-expanding, like the conscious journey that they're on and like the conscious journey that we're all on for different periods of time. So while we get set up, I'm going to play a piece of music, and I think it should be thank you, because one thing that is another surefire way to to conceive and to make your dreams manifest is to be grateful for their arrival. So right from the very outset, be grateful for the new arrival into your family or be grateful for whatever else it is that you are hoping to conceive. <laughs> now, when I say conceive, obviously <laughs> it, it makes me laugh because one of my bed and breakfast guests from Germany was referring to a horse that he had ridden out on his journey over here and it had been a fantastic adventure 
down in the Gap of Dunlow in Kerry. And she said, yes, it was, uh, it was rather hair-raising because the horse was worried about leaving its puppy behind. And I loved that. So I don't know if the horse really conceived a puppy. The likelihood is he meant foal, but it was a pretty good effort uh, as English was his second language. <laughs> so anyway, for us as humans, we can conceive of ideas, we can conceive of inventions, we can conceive of new life in all its glory. So let's go for it. And let's hear the song Thank You by Lucinda Drayton, who is running a retreat here actually only next weekend. Literally can't wait.
I'd just like to say welcome to uh, Lula and Matt Ronan, who I'm very glad to have here today. We're delighted to be here with you to talk to you about all things wonderful. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, indeed. Uh, Also pleased to be here and delighted that you could come along. And so gracious of you to invite us to do this. (laughs) Fantastic. Yes, so basically we're not at Harmony Hall today. We're at Evolve Health Food Store. And that's based in Enniscorthy. And uh, it's a very exciting place. It's, it's kind of, there's different levels and different platforms and a lot of different things going on. And I'm hoping to pick the brains of uh, these two experts I have with me on, <laughs> um, uh, on some of their products. Uh, because it, I don't know, I, I imagine they believe as well that without ever going to the doctor, one could keep oneself well. And even if one is, a little bit under the weather, you could get yourself right by supplementing yourself and taking care of yourself independently. Would you say that's your philosophy? Well, I suppose my philosophy is about choice. I think that, you know, health food and supplements and all things natural and beautiful give you choice. Yes. Whereas if we don't have that, we just have pharmaceutical drugs and they have their own job, but we have ours as well. And I suppose my goal would be to let people know that they have a choice. Brilliant. You know, yes. because I think that's been taken away from people in a very subtle way. Yep. And that's I mean, it's even been taken away a little bit by the fact that there isn't that much organic um, food available. And uh, yeah. there's... Um, I suppose things like the genetically modified foods that one can get easy peasy from the supermarket and maybe not. Yeah, and nobody uh, knows what. What? I what? Think Ten years time, we we'll, there'll be there'll be some strange disease out there, and they'll blame us for eating the GM food. Oh, I see. That's that's how they do it. They blame you for getting cancer, and they blame you for, you yes. know, if a if a drug if a herb doesn't suit you. Um, it's the herb's fault. But if a drug doesn't suit you, it's your fault. Oh, I see, yes. That's a bit unfair altogether. Well, we're definitely not going to let that happen from now on. We are, we are here to set the record straight, Derek. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so when you first started, um, was it, uh, what first got you interested? Was it the herbal remedies? I know there's the, the Vogel stuff and yeah. the 
lovely little liquids and you take six drops and yes. 15 drops and not, not, not a drop more and not well, a drop less. I think Matt and I, before we met, both of us had a passion for health food shops and that time in Ireland, which we're in business 20 years now, so that time in Ireland, health food shops were kind of like these little novelty places that had beans and sacks of rice and things. So we both had this passion that if we're ever in a town, we didn't know what half of the things were for, but we were always drawn to it. And when we were going out together, I remember Mac brought me a big bag of, uh, you know, beans and coffee substitutes and wonderful things that we didn't know what to do with but we were hugely excited about it. <laughs> and I suppose nearly everything dehydrated but still that's that's perfect. perfect. Wow, why is this stuff is crazy. And and I knew I knew by the vibration from the food that I know that sounds a bit out there, but I, I yeah. really do believe that everything has an energetic vibration. And I just was always drawn to the natural sort of, you know, the earthy, yes. natural uh, approach. And I fell into this business by accident, in a sense. Uh, I was just taking some time out of my office job and um, and got a part-time job in in the Wexford health food shop, which is still there. And he's a very good friend of ours, Only Natural. And we, uh, it all started from there. And Matt was a reluctant farmer at the time, and... <laughs> I dragged him into into this business. A recalcitrant farmer, I've got to be an epithet that you didn't want to hold on to. Yeah, exactly. Because whatever you do, you've got to do it willingly. Yes. And <laughs> but actually, I, I totally, uh, when you said about all the, the bag of goodies that he'd bring along yeah. as a surprise, I was uh, thinking about Maynooth, because Matt and I, um, <laughs> a big gang of us, hundreds of us, have been to Maynooth, which is a three-day uh, salsa congress. And there's always something interesting going on at one end of the table in the apartments, and it's uh, <laughs> it's Matt with some extraordinary shop-sized glass of beetroot juice uh, or <laughs> some other miracle uh, yeah. that you've happened upon. Yeah. So you're obviously still very interested in what can be done and what are the power foods, and has that been is that like is that like fashion for you? You're like, what am I looking at next? And keeping abreast of situations. Well, it's, it's that and it's the fascination with it as well, Francis, really. It's, I mean, what's around the corner, what's new, what's, what's possible. That's what spurs, I think, us up each day when we're thinking about where the shop is going and where, where does our interest lie. So we're forever trying to find... The, the, the product which excites us and which we think will be a real joy for our customers. You've developed food supplements to help with fertility. Right. And uh, you know, I think for many listeners, that people listen from, well, it's, it's based in Florida, this uh-huh. radio station. So it's going to be... Hello, um, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and beyond, you know, there's people in Australia hosting shows and people listening. So it's, a, it, it's all over the world and also obviously a lot in, in Ireland. And the, the great thing is that I think that there's been a whole lot of people trying to have children, people totally healthy, yeah. not particularly yeah. um, near the end of their childbearing time, yeah. you know, so 20s and 30s, uh-huh. who, who might have been trying for five or six years, yeah. uh, and it might have even been starting to go through really heavy duty, which I, I don't know, get, correct me if I'm wrong, but some of those fertility treatments 
You're not even allowed to have sex, which for me. Surely you're It's like taking the good bit. That's a new word. It's all a virtual word. Now. <laughs> a virtual is better than test tube. Well, maybe test tube. I mean, you want to get a tangible we'll result. A virtual baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sort I could probably manage. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe everyone should start with a virtual baby and yeah. work up. There's a new, a new program. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so basically, you had a thought. I mean, yeah. what was here, or what what had you been hearing about? Obviously, obviously about those people who were yeah. hoping to be more fertile, and the fact that various pollutants and yeah. way of life yeah. and everything was dropping the fertility. Yes, you've been seeing those statistics for for quite a few years now of you know falling fertility standards being a worldwide concern, and it's, it's affecting. You know, quite a substantial proportion of the population. No, no fixed profile to it at all. Quite a lot of people struggling. Certainly, one in six couples. Some would say could be down as much as one in four couples would wow. would, would struggle with fertility. So, and what do you mean, no fixed program? Well, no one's addressing it. No fixed profile to the person, so you you can't predict whether it's likely to oh. to be you know my problem or your problem or anybody else's problem that a, a couple don't necessarily know that it's even to do with age, as you say, even though uh, age is, of course, a factor. But um, and, and I even know myself of a, a couple in their 20s who are struggling just as much. No, no, no obvious profile as to who will be uh, affected by the, the difficulty with fertility. And therefore, it, it just has this random nature and very frustrating for people um, that they sometimes think that, well, okay, we're ready to have their family now, they've done all the diligent things of providing the home and the, the security and all that, think it, the time is ready, and then they find that the difficulty, the real difficulty is, is actually conceiving. So we, I was seeing, seeing that and starting to become aware of it, and then, of course, seeing people using supplements for to try to enhance their fertility, and there's lots and lots of, of supplements are being used and you've got all sorts of choices from you know royal jelly and your spirulina barley grass juice quite some quite exotic things and maca and, and what have you and they um, kind of raise your your vibration or do yeah, they because yes, they're and, they, and they help and they help to detoxify the body and then yes. they help with hormonal we say um, the explanation that we're given for the effectiveness of royal jelly would be that it, it's helping our hormonal system for to function more properly because because of course we're, we are living in such a, um, I, I, I suppose I hesitate to say a polluted environment, but, but nonetheless we are struggling with so many chemical influences now in comparison to even a hundred years ago that it's quite bizarre when you think about it. If you think about all of the fumes that come from our carpets, from our paint, from our flooring, from our cars, from our air fresheners, our perfumes, even when you buy a new pair of jeans that there's a, a lot of chemicals that that pair of jeans has come into contact with, you put them on, they rub into your skin, your skin is very absorbent, very absorbent. so picking up a lot of uh, chemicals. I've heard that we're things. even like a percentage plastic, you know, some quite large percent plastic from... The influence of all of our food containers, I suppose. Yes, and a cellophane and you know, the packaging. Right. Is, you know, one way or another, we yeah. absorb, I don't know, non-stick. Sure, we've absorbed yes, a bit of that. Of course, yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> it all has to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have mercury filling, and, and, and which is another, another, yes, another toxic a very, very toxic thing to be mm -hmm. having. Um, in your system, yes. So you you've, you've got all of that going on. That never to mind the radiation from our new smartphones and our computers and our laptops. 
yeah. our, our body is, is struggling to adapt and cope to, with all of these with these things and so we've got to I suppose try to fortify it as best we can to try to support the body in its efforts to operate normally yeah. and that, that's really what we're, we're trying to, to do we're, ju- we're just trying to say if we support the body with, with all of the nutrients that it requires well then it may well be able to detoxify itself it may be able to have a, a, a normal hormonal profile etc etc so that's that's the, the the philosophy i suppose a lot of royal jelly to ME customers. Interesting. Yes, yes because it has every known nutrient mm. that you need. But um, it kind of, it was the flavour of the month at the, at the yes. time. But that, yeah, that is interesting. Uh, yeah. Because Noni was another one, Noni juice. Yes. was one that was See, healing people from cancer. That's and right, and then it goes off the boil. I took royal jelly myself for a while and I found it really good, really effective. 
people like me would suffer from adrenal fatigue because I'm a real go-getter and, you know. Well, that might well appeal to the the American market because they're under a lot of pressure. It's work-wise and that. Work well, I, think, I think adrenal fatigue is something that is very much the, the new disease and we don't know about it. Sure, I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I only heard it because I researched it this year because I had an iridology session. Oh, interesting. Which, which uh, studies the iris of the eye. Yeah. And in that, she said, your adrenal glands are basically not working, not functioning. Yes. So I, I started to look up adrenal fatigue and found that general symptoms are weight around the abdomen, not being able to lose weight, um, then you have things going on like awake at night, wanting to sleep in the morning. Yes. So your body clock is upside down. So in the morning you can't get out of bed. But at night time at 10 o'clock at night you're awake. And you could be awake half the night. You yes. know, so of an upset Yes, yeah. And I don't have an awful lot of stimulants in my diet because I have awareness. But people who don't have awareness will be prone to sugar cravings coffee, caffeine, always looking for something to give them a boost, being very... Because it felt like, it, it's experienced like a, yeah. an energy loss. It, it's like so tired yeah. and so, and could cry the drop of the hat yeah. and could, you know... Would emotionally be, worn yeah, out then as yeah, well. Yeah, emotionally drained and just not able to cope. And it's usually, it hit, hits a lot of people in their late 40s especially women who are menopausal because at that stage they've probably got teenagers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a stressful job getting older menopause Can and possibly blaming it all on the menopause bl blaming it on the menopause and and not treating the adrenals instead of you know then they go to the doctor they're depressed because they're tired like i don't actually believe in depression no no, well, I, I, I actually have, yeah. have felt depressed, mm. but I always think it's a sign of exhaustion, nervous exhaustion, always precedes depression, yes. as far as I'm concerned. And, yes. and, so it's sort and of a high dose followed by a yeah, subdued... Yeah, like, like people say they're depressed, but of course they're depressed, it feels terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're sick, you're going to be depressed. Like uh, someone say, are you sick or depressed? But if you're sick, you're depressed, and if you're depressed, you're sick. <laughs> but that's, I'd say it's a win-win, but it's not quite a win-win situation. <laughs> that's the opposite of a win-win situation. Like if you if you go after the cause, and that's what we do here in Evolve, we always look for the cause. Yes. Never treat the symptoms. Always find out what the cause is, and we're that's what we go after in here. Yes. And I suppose that's what you were seeing when the people who are coming in couldn't get pregnant. It's not as simple as just take something off the shelf. It's about lifestyle. It's about choices. And the the wonderful thing about this product is that the man takes it as well as the woman. Interesting. Yeah. And yes. I think that's that's fantastic. So it's a joint effort to detox both systems. Yeah. To make them. And it, you know what? Psychologically, I think it's a really good thing because now both of you are trying to get pregnant, not just one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and actually the truth of the situation is that it's a, it's a shared difficulty, shall we say, in, in that the general kind of consensus seems to me that there is, we'll say, maybe about 40% of an infertility problem in, with a, a couple will be of the man 
and the other 40 is usually the woman, and then there's 20% which they classify as unexplained. Something uh, certainly of that order is, is the case, so it's as often a problem that the man has as, a, as it is uh, the woman. And possibly the, the unexplained would be the environmental factors which well, you're addressing by detoxing to protect yeah. against them, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've heard, we'll say, uh, noted physicians uh, talking about the psychological elements which can be there, where maybe one of the couple will not feel maybe quite ready or quite confident that the time is right and that, that there's that a psychological element can creep into the situation and it, you know manifest in a physical way then which, which just prevents conception. Well I've definitely heard that mm. and I was interested by a woman recently who said that uh, she'd always thought she'd wanted children okay. and when, when she came to it and she did some more self-awareness work and manifested a brilliant physical impossibility. There's no way she was going to have children. It was a, a cancer that rendered her infertile. Mm. She discovered actually there was 90% of her inner workings were saying, no, no, she, you know, she'd had such a traumatic start in um, life. She had a lot of fear around the physical mm. actual producing of one. Mm. She, so actually everything was resistant apart from the thin veneer of that's exactly what I want. Why don't you want one? I want one. You know, and so that and that can be very much the case for a lot of people as well because society is is also stating your friends are also stating what you want and what you should be doing at mm. any given moment in life as well. True. And I suppose the detox would help that as well because you do feel more courageous when you're feeling healthier. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and you, you have strength, don't you, when you? When you're strong in yourself, you have uh, courage. Yes. And everything seems brighter. Yeah, and possible. You remember that everything yeah. is possible. Like, I am very blessed. I, I'm always, more, most of the time, a very happy person. Thank God. And, well, I might have a lot to do with that. But I am. I'm a very happy person. And when I'm not, I just say, I don't know how people could cope. It's because it's very difficult when you feel bad. Yes. To, to try and achieve something and try and do something. So my heart would go out to people. It makes me more compassionate towards somebody who doesn't have that natural sort of happiness about yes. themselves. And usually I find, apart from the psychological, it's often the physical thing. They're just full of eating the wrong things, haven't got any exercise. Too much television. Yes. Well, I've heard in some countries they're about banning television in uh, really? bedrooms. Oh, yes. Yeah. They ban television altogether, why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. Well, people say they have no time, and when you, when you don't watch television, you have lots of time. Well, absolutely. You know, because they could spend, in the winter evenings, they could spend three or four hours every night watching TV. And because it's so dark, you might think, well, I haven't got a television, so I don't know, I'm only speculating. Yeah. <laughs> but I get lots of other things done. Uh, exactly. Painting. Painting. <laughs> home improvement. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with a home improvement in mind and have to see it through. Yeah. When you were concocting a recipe, which must have been good fun, uh, did you put an ingredient to enhance that natural happiness? It's Matt and my nephew, Mark. Fantastic. Who, who are the, two, the brains of the, the operation? I just... Uh, Lent support. Support, encouragement. Absolutely. Indeed, yes. The way we went about it in choosing the ingredients to go into it was I started off with a very simple concept of trying to combine some of the 
what we would have been confident as being the obvious ingredient that you need a product of that, of that kind. And then I talked with Mark about it and he, being a nutritional therapist, became engrossed with the situation and started to research like crazy. So, so when you said nephew, I, I picture him only about seven years old, but I, he's a nutritional therapist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know I looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Sorry, is that what happened? Yeah, so, uh, so he began researching and discovered that actually there's been lots and lots of research um, on, uh, in, on around the subject of using nutritional supplements with the, for the purpose of improving fertility. So he started to gather more and more evidence and then we said okay we've got to have some sort of criteria for what goes in and what doesn't go into the product here because um, the, the, this is going to be a ginormous yes. porridge sort of concussion yeah. <laughs> you have to get down here every morning exactly, exactly. so what we, we said then was well okay uh, if we can find you know four or five good solid studies on uh, a neutral well, then that brings right. it in um, and, and that's that's the criteria that, that we applied to it so we kept it as, uh, we tried to be as dispassionate as possible in the sense of none of our own favourites went in. It was, it was science all the way and evidence and research. And but so you will have been guided, because although they say that you know, there's facts and there's also conclusions drawn, does, you, you will have, with 20 years of well, experience, to, yes, we'll have you might have been typing in one ingredient to a research before another. Well, that, that, that would be true. That would be true, of course. <laughs> we yes. might as well bring all that wisdom to the party. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and, so. and, and in fairness, I suppose there would have been a few of our, our favourites that would have maybe gotten a little bit of a, an offer. <laughs> uh, first looking. Yes, exactly. First option on it. The, the list expanded from, from three or four up to about 31, I think, at, at the moment. So Fantastic. That, that's what's there. And there's, and there's really good solid uh, science for each, uh, every single one of those such a, a, a large uh, list and doses uh, that, that we were using became quite uh, large as well um, because even though an, an, a nutrient has been researched for the purpose um, we would then go back and look at what, what doses were they using in that research yes. and that's a vital uh, aspect of our product because um, if they were researching it at a particularly high dosage, well then we try to match that in the product yep. and not just give it a little sprinkle Token. of it, yeah. <clears throat> which is a bit of a waste of time and a bit of a frustration really. So we're including therapeutic dosage of the nutrients. That, that really makes a huge difference. It also made it uh, a volume that couldn't be coped with in the tablet or a capsule type yeah. uh, situation. So <clears throat> we came up then with the idea of it, of it being in a powder. And so that's what we have. We have a sachet containing all of the nutrients and a little, little bit of, um, of uh, sweetening in there of the, of the safe and non-artificial variety. And, um, <clears throat> and then a separate pot of, um, of fish oil capsules, which just completes out the, the, the needs. And uh, we're saying, obviously, eat as healthily as possible. Yes. Adjust your lifestyle, get proper rest exercise all of the important things and uh, just a huge amount of information available on the website. The, the icing on the cake then is a, a supplement itself and that's going to really improve your, your nutrient profile every day. And also we would expect people to feel a little bit more energetic because there's some superb nutrients in there for energy as well. Well, you have to, don't you? Because that's the other side of it. You've got to get that side yes. of life going as well. Yes. <laughs> yes.
<laughs> the all-round feel-good factor yeah. should be there. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because I picture you after salsa having a drink. I presume it wasn't one of those uh, <laughs> fragilities. Oh, or was it? it? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? And, uh, you'll be already in uh, in great form you know, for the entire night, but then you had a drink at the end of the night and you were mixing it up in the car park oh, at the yes. back of... <laughs> oh, yes, so we were. <laughs> <laughs> Something very so like a dodgy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a dodgy concoction. A dodgy concoction, yes. But goodness knows, it's, uh, <laughs> some people come to visit us and they see what we take in the morning. <laughs> you know, my sister just turns green and says, how do you drink that? <laughs> and, and we're just going, this is normal for us. This, this is what keeps me going. Yes. You know, and, and it's a bit of wheatgrass, a bit of barley grass thrown into the glass, a bit of... You know, a multivitamin that's all stirred up, pro-arginine, fill it up, drink it off, and bingo, you're great for the day. See, and that's, that's lovely, because it's almost like the antithesis of the, uh, the older people that I know who are on a mixture of pharmaceutical yeah. tablets. What happens with, with them? I mean, I've heard some terrible statistics, uh, something like one in every two older person, someone over 75, is, is bound to have different medications that counter-indicate yes, each other. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes, that's right. Obviously a disaster because one is going to be on the one hand... And they the don't even check it. No, it's not checked. It's not checked and you just put two thing, two chemicals together like that yes. and it's your fault for taking those because your stomach didn't, it didn't agree with you. They say that didn't agree with you. Yes. It's your fault. I mean, even I was hearing about about the electromagnetic charge situation and the new pylons they're trying to put up, is that one of the health issues is dementia. And I thought, well, that would be convenient yes. for the government, yes. wouldn't it? Yes. Because then they could say you're all mad. Yes. Shush, you're all mad. Yes. <laughs> or you can't remember what's on it. I can't remember what's on it. It's like so offensive. <laughs> it is so offensive. Yeah, so. And Alzheimer's in, I don't know, but definitely in County Wexford, yes. how the, the amount of cases has risen. I don't know what the statistic is now, but it is alarming. Because my mother is going on 86 and hale and hearty, thank God. But a lot of people where I grew up have Alzheimer's in, in the streets that I grew up. All of the older people that are still alive, a lot of them have Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or something. I really do wonder about it. Well, I, I'm uh, obviously very interested in envi environmental fearing. Yes. All the things like geopathic stress, radiation, uh, electromagnetic charge, the water... I mean, I, uh, the fluoride in the water, yes. many the countries have, have yes. found that. Yes, because and they're still climbing it in. Yes, and that makes you docile. Yes. So you're not able to go out and complain about it. Yes. Because. Docile, what a fantastic word. It does. It's actually one of the side effects of prolonged taking of water with fluoride. fluoride yes. was makes you docile. So. You know, isn't it the perfect thing to, for the government? To feed the entire nation. You know, yes. oh, it's terrible, but I'm just too... Out of it. ...to about it. I'm on my own well water, as you can yes. see. <laughs> well, absolutely <laughs> rightly so. And
December brings us rain and sleet It often brings us snow To cover up these busy streets Where we would often go And every year around this time There was magic in the air Music played, the lights would shine In a world without a care This was home This was home This was home Nothing stays the same Now my childhood days are gone And everything has changed And every year around this time I'll be doing what I could To hold on to those dreams of mine In a small town neighborhood This was home This was home This was home In the thoughts of a lover Or in the words of a song It's how those days are recovered Even though they are gone And just last night I had a dream I was on that road again my surprise, what I had seen was just as it was then. Fairy lights around the window frame, open fire by my bed. Into my room, my mother came. And this is what she said Welcome home. Welcome home Thank you.
I heard, because I also, as I was saying, worked in a health food shop, and, and people are, are quite exacting about natural uh, supplements. There was the Dormazan, which is the Fresleen, yes. and people say, oh, it smells horrible, that valerian root. Yes, and yes. I thought, well, why would it's just like, whatever it is, 10 drops, and you put in a bit of water, and why wouldn't you hold your nose? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get all sorts of other really horrible things yeah. down your neck. Yeah, without yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even strong coffee, which the smell might be nice, but the actual taste of coffee is, is you know immediately that you're toxifying yourself, you know, if you, if you have any. But, but something is harmless, like a bit of valerian root. But it's all a part of your training, though. You're, you're brainwashed from the time that you, you're grown up to, to, to think that you know, a McDonald's burger is the nicest thing you could eat with French fries that are being potatoes, you know. Reconstituted 25 times. Yes. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just, that's what's lovely. Coca-Cola is lovely. Mm. Some sort of a coconut water is horrible. I, yes, and I even but heard it, that the cocoa, the cocoa, <laughs> I can tell how I go to sleep at night. <laughs> Coca-Cola, stay with the big brands now. <laughs> Coca-Cola, and this is outrageous, they have to reinforce the inside of their tins because Coca-Cola is so corrosive. We used to clean coins with Coca-Cola when I was going to school. Really? We would throw, you know, coins and clean them. Instantly. What, clean like your gold and clean like your... Like a caustic soda tank. We more caustic soda tank. We used to, we used to, yeah. we used to <laughs> clean our earrings, our jewellery with Coca-Cola. That is shocking. Yeah. And I feel like young. Yeah. It gets a bottle of that. But it's, uh, and Red Bull now is taking over where Coca-Cola, they're taking Left over. It. Because I was recently looking at a programme where the travelling community were on it and one of the girls on the programme said that the average traveller drinks 15 cans of Red Bull a day. And wow. I knew it. That was then like a, an average intake. Yes, an average intake. And wow. morning was uh, McDonald's and evening was McDonald's and during the day then it was just bars and drinks. Isn't, so that, isn't that normal then? So that's <laughs> normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think I'm like I am? <laughs> imagine that though. Yes, and that then you wonder why there's crime and doing terrible things for people because they're wired. They're so wired. Yes. We had two chaps in here one day and they were definitely on something. something. But yes. it turns out it was just Red Bull. I was thinking about Coca-Cola and there is a, I don't know if it's available in America, but I know over here there's lovely silver can, there's an elderflower fizzy drink and there's yes. a co yeah. cola version. Yeah, we had that down in the fridge. And it's really yeah, good lightness really good. of taste. Yeah. And much lighter. And but curiosity cola is gorgeous. Oh, is that something different again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have to give you a taste of that. Yeah. <laughs> curiosity. Like, yeah, and uh, I don't like Coca-Cola, but I love that curiosity cola, and that's a treat, like, yes. so often I have one of those. Well, it's, it's funny that it, it's been generated the other way, to go from Coca-Cola to a health version of it, because when I've heard it the other way around, it, it's been more, more tragic, because what I'm thinking about is how organic flavours and ingredients are expensive and therefore valuable to the places that are warm enough to grow them. Yes. And then they are devalued by a synthetic version yes. being made. Yes. And for years the vanilla growers and vanilla pod uh, growers have fended off. No one could create 
uh, a similar synthetic version, you know, for perfumes or for ice cream or for anything. And one year there was a bad year and it gave the scientists or whatever yes. a year to play with and they managed to create a synthetic vanilla version and since then a vanilla pod was whatever $250 now it's like $2 they, yes. so the whole yes. community yes. go uh, devalued uh, by this you see this a lot of people wouldn't know that story no. like I didn't know that story no. so you know and when you do hear it I really think people are really good and when they would hear that, the majority of people that come in here anyway are health conscious yes. and have a conscience about things. And they, and they genuinely want to do things right. Yep. You know, and I suppose all of this stuff is kept away from people. Yes. Because if you keep it away from them, they're powerless to do it, you know, because they don't know. No. Information so is, is, in fact, what you're doing is, in fact, really, really important. Well, I hope it does raise awareness because, I mean, the, the thing with organic is, is really important that if we don't support or everything organic uh, here, fresh produce and more elaborate uh, warmer climate produce, we're going to be in trouble because one or two people are going to own all the seeds and yes. we're going to be completely beholden to them. So we're going to yeah, have another set, of, yes. uh, yes, yeah. another set of, of problems there. But how do you find it? Because what the question always was, Am I going to buy the hazelnuts for six euros that are organic, or for three fifty that are non-organic? You know, and they'd be right beside each other, for sometimes in the shop. And uh, you know, they, I don't know how it works for for you, but do you find people do make the decision to go organic? I do, and I think people that come in here know what they're looking for most of the time. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't know what organic means. Oh. I would always explain to them in a very simple way, uh, also to um, not to make them feel that they should know something different. Yeah, we we run an event here every month called Fantastic Friday. How fantastic! And, um, <laughs> and we I like the word already. We do it for this reason. Yes. So, so that people can come in and we have five euro facials, say, so that fantastic. people can have a facial for a fiver. Yes. And we'd have all our food out. Not all of it, but a good bit of it out. Yes. So people could taste it and ask questions about it and not be intimidated by it. Because the one thing I remember going into a health food shop was being feeling I should know. Mm. I should know what that's about. And feeling kind of shy about it. And, you know, I maybe yes. buying something I didn't know what it was, but just because I wanted to support the shop. I mean, some of the pulses... You'd be like, what am I going to do well, with these? And they you end know? up in your press yeah. for three years. And well, I got snowed in there a couple of years ago for three weeks, and I ate some really interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> and they were still going strong, a bit of rehydration, and yeah. a bit of... And I went to a phase, actually, it was a room at the back of a health food shop that had a, like a vibro plate. Have you heard of them? No. It's, it wasn't a very good idea, I didn't think. But they were designed in hospitals and they were for people who couldn't exercise and they shake oh, you. Oh, yes, yes. So you sit yes. and shake like really, really fast. And you only last spend like a minute and you have to sit on it, stand on it, yes. put your arms on it, okay. and it tones you up so you're like absolutely 
streamlined aerodynamic supermodel scenario <laughs> by the end of it without having actually moved a muscle, <laughs> apart from repositioned yourself. I could have worked already. Well, it was funny because I was there and they said, uh, what well, I used to go in and I'd bring in dishes made from the more kind of curious <laughs> ingredients yes. for people to try so that people would actually look at the thing because yes. they'd be walking past it. It wouldn't register as, as something you could make anything out of in particular. Yeah. No. And then so I got this extra job which was guiding the vibroplates users and there were heaps of them. People coming in from far and wide and putting themselves through the mill. No windows in the room. I put up, in the end, I put up massive vision boards about three metres long on each side. You know, at least people had a bit, bit of a visitor. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you know where you're heading, you know. Yes. And, uh, you have to try and bring people with you in a shop like this. You, you know, Because you, people will eventually show up. As the, as the penny drops, it might be being told that they have to go dairy-free because of a sinus issue. Or yeah. it might be something more drastic or just an ongoing... And it's just lovely to get people who just want to come in. That's why we run these events, so that people can come in and they don't feel that they should know everything. And we put them on so that they can taste the quinoa, you know. Lovely. (laughs) And try and see how simple it is to make and how delicious it is. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't think that tastes like that. That's gorgeous. And And is the quinoa a complete protein? Yeah. And was it an original... Original seed from Peru or something. Yeah, South yeah, American. And I love it. Yes. I cook it all the time. And, and you know, you can throw anything in with it, yes. especially a bit of bouillon, because it can be tasteless on its own. Yeah. But if you can make it up into a If dish. you can live for 100 years on it, it's worth it's adding a little bit of something and getting well, it in. Well, we, we usually, you know, make up a kind of a quinoa stew. Lovely. And it's so light and so easy, and then it's gluten-free, it's wheat-free, it's the only thing... And again, it's a grain, or yeah. whatever it is, that but nobody knows saw, about. If you saw that on the shelf, and you just yeah. saw quinoa, you don't know what to do with yes. it. And you say, that looks interesting, but I don't know. It's very important for, for people like us to say, look, we don't expect you to know. That's Come in and taste it, and we'll show you how to cook it, and then you have it. Yes. No. So in the middle of a great experiment and a great journey that everyone can join in at whatever yeah. level. So whatever, And a lot of people are interested in beauty, even yes. if they're not ready for the nutrition and, side. And the, the, the great thing about uh, natural products, like yeah. our Dr. Hauschka, for instance, or Levera, lovely, is that they're 100% natural yes. and they're cheaper than, than the chemical ones. Are they which, brilliant? You know, Clarins or some of those brands you could pay up to 80 euro for, for one of those mi- top moisturizers. Yes. Probably takes about two euros to make it. Yes. Because it's, it's full of chemicals. And then, as you know, you're absorbing 60% of that into your body. And now you have chemicals running around your body saying, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to go. And you come out in acne on top of that. And then you, you <laughs> put a burst, yeah. And then you put a burst bead moisturizer on you that costs you 12 euro. And your body goes, oh, yes. I love this. And it's funny, I remember the Dr. Hauschka, they, that they have, I just thought it was such a lovely image, 70 acres of roses yes. in their garden. Oh. <laughs> That's how they roses my favourite flower. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, what a stunning scene. It's just amazing that birth bees, for instance, yes. when they're doing a training, they, you, they eat the products just to show you how wonderful they are. Brilliant. I actually so, you know, did, when I was painting my house, I had edible paints. 
Yeah, wow. they were. Yeah. It's really nice. I've moved on now, unfortunately, down probably down the wrong road. But at <laughs> that stage, it, it was great. But most of them will be compassionately made as well, wouldn't they? In oh, terms of animals, absolutely. I mean, the people that go about these things usually are people that had a, a child. 50 years ago that had eczema and they couldn't get anything so they made the product for them. But I just I just couldn't imagine putting on something with chemicals in it. But I just Why is it, how is it justified? Is it again a lack of awareness that people don't realise? 1% natural gets them to call it a natural product. So wonderful people out there that are buying your shampoo and it yeah. says natural Reading ingredients, I always say to people, if you can't understand the ingredients, you know, stay, stay clear. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just not good. No. I mean, when I was a teenager, I sprayed all sorts of horrible things on me. And I remember going to this fascinating uh, therapist who put all these wires on me. And she said, oh my God, you're, you're, you're full of perfume. Oh. And I remember just thinking, my, I used to spray perfume all over me. But... I was sitting in an airport and here was a thing about perfume on the, t- the TV while I was waiting for a plane. And it said that lots of perfume has been found in women's breast milk. And there is no regulation on perfume. So you can make up a bottle of paraffin perfume and put in some chemicals and there's and actually it. and sell it. But I won't, I won't do that. No, because you I mean, there's, no, I there's, there's desperate times and there's desperate times. Yeah, yeah. So that really woke you up. That was a bit of an epiphany moment. That I was, was just like thinking to myself, though, Matt always was talking about, you know, toxins going around in your body. Yes. And, and if you have a bad knee, it'll dump oh, yeah. your chemical waste into that bad the knee because you're journey. not really using it. And it's, yeah. your body's intelligence goes, oh, you're not using that knee. Let's throw it in there. So it makes everything worse. So I thought, oh, God. I have to give up all that chemical stuff. Well, I think that's absolutely brilliant. And you know, it's great to be able to hear that, a wake-up call, and not have too much resistance to it. Because yeah. I noticed that lots of people can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, no, but I love yeah. whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Pizza yeah. or, yeah. you know, such and such a make that you know, it, it, they can't let, it, can't let it go. But it's interesting what you say about the, the bad knee because... Uh, it's a real micro and macro situation, I think, because when I'm clearing people, energy healing, mm-hmm. I gather that the knees and the hips represent karma. So mm-hmm. if you have a bad knee or bad hip, it's an inability to move forward. Mm. And, and it's like that, that it's, it's drawing more and more reasons to keep you stuck, allowing chemicals I, to draw to it. I think, you know, what you're saying too about the healing and the... The one thing I think that we lack in our society is that we, if we don't see it, we don't believe it. Yeah. And you know, they only see the physical body, they don't see the emotional body, they don't see the mental body, they don't see the spiritual body. Yeah. And I suppose maybe our shop is really all about the whole Making that tangible. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, we're talking to somebody, we'll always say to them, well, what's really going on in your life? Like you, you, you know that. Yes. You know what's your knee trying to tell you? Yeah. You know what, what is being communicated to you by your body? Yeah. And it, I mean, even a, a little meditation. And sometimes you wish you hadn't even asked. <laughs> <laughs> 
250, Lee. I'm quite upset because... <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> it can be a bit like that. Yes, oh dear. it can. <laughs> but, um, but going back to the product, is there a particular... Uh, I'm mean, excited because it's basically an invention. So you're bringing something from the intangible, the possible, you're, you're, first of all, you have to conceive of it yeah, as possible yeah. that somebody who hasn't been able to have children can have children. So you've already pulled people's perception from, oh, yeah, it doesn't work. We've tried everything. Yeah. We've you know, gone with the moon and we've gone with the stars yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, whatever else, other, other plans you might have. Not working. So people are despondent and maybe they're stressed and everything else. Yeah. The philosophy behind it, and one of the, uh, the parts of that is, is that you know, the body always tries to, to heal itself given the opportunity to do so. And, and I think that I always, uh, when I'm working with, with, with people and, and, and that, try to, to give them that, that message because I think it, it's such a crucial one and that we overlook it because we always presume, oh, the body, if it was going to heal us, it should be able to heal us. But uh, the body is, is always willing and, and wanting for to heal a situation. Yeah. But it often doesn't have the resources that it needs to do the job, yeah. and and I think that's one of the one of the foundations behind the product. We're living in a very imperfect world. If we just help people to cope with it.
in the distance But I see a star in the evening sky If you're looking for help to sustain our existence Aren't you thinking that it's time you opened up your eyes? Here I am There you are Still so close Yet so far absolute classic one I, I find people quite unwell you know they've, they've got a, a full-blown flu or, or whatever going on and I'm putting lining up the things you take this take that take the other thing and you know these are all supports to the immune system and going to, to, to do some of the work first and then work with it in other in other areas so we're doing all that but then I have to be very specific about you know and now you need to go home you need to go to bed now I don't mean you sit down and look at the telly for three or four hours because that's actually not rest um, it doesn't work at all, but people have the idea that if they're sitting in a chair and they're not doing anything, that that's the same as rest, which is absolutely isn't, because then if you ask them a simple question, if you sit down and look at TV for yeah. three hours, have you ever gotten up and felt more energetic than you were when you sat down? No. Absolutely never. No. And, and I heard that a hundred and I totally I always remember these things wrong, but it doesn't stop me using these great figures that uh, um, that television is on a frequency of something like one hundred and forty six, okay. and our optimum well being, our optimum frequency is something like one hundred and forty three or something, okay. and so it's just enough to keep us engaged, but not not actually good for us, keep us just off yeah. centre. So yeah. there is absolutely no rest yeah. on yeah. an unconscious I, I, I'm level. always saying to Matt that mm. I, I definitely think that there's subliminal messaging going on through television. Yeah. You are not well. Still <laughs> not well. <laughs> and you, you are and now you're scared as well. And you, you can't need, go out and put the dog away. <laughs> you need chocolate. Yeah, you need chocolate. Definitely. Need, Popcorn. Like, always the, the food advertisements coming yeah. in between the things. And there's just this. I'm very, I'm fairly sensitive as you are, and I know I never feel right after television. I don't well, I knew it. They blew it one time for me where I went to see Braveheart, and I was already weeping before the film started. Wow. And I thought that they've obviously That's just piled it in to uh, you know those emotional triggers. Yes. I can't remember how they yes. do it, but yes. it's, it's that way. Probably like some puppy game.
All this yes. time. Yes. What is that interfering with our own magnetic energy field? Well, hugely. And yeah. what, what is going on for the sensitive people of the world who need to be sensitive in order to be so intuitive and that's all clouded over. It might not even be that anybody's really getting away with it. It might be just the faculties are submerged and it just goes on to being uh, physical. Yeah. Manifest yeah. as a, a physical yeah. situation. I mean, I've, in clearing the geopathic stress, which includes electromagnetic charge, you have a huge uh, increase in uh, cot death and learning difficulties, and let alone one's heart attack and stuff later on. And they say that's because we have an electrical current yes. you know, that is yeah, buzzing away nice yeah. and yeah. lightly, telling us to breathe and think and yeah. develop and those sorts of things. Yeah. But whatever charge, it's, not, it's neither good nor bad but it's much denser and much more strong that is passing through the body continually as well, day and night. It might be worse in some underground some areas, worse overhead some areas. That is interfering blatantly, you know, can be registered as interfering with that gentle human uh, life current. Yes. Yeah, and people aren't aware of it. I mean, it could be contrived. Well, you see, the more... Well, I believe everything. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. Conspiracy theory. Me too. Hundred percent. What's your conspiracy theory? My conspiracy theory is is (laughs) fast. I like it. I mean, I'm there and I'm saying they're they're trying to keep get you sick. Don't order that. Yes, they're trying to to make you sick. Yes. Um, by giving you poisonous food, breathing in poisonous air. Having all of these poisons sent to to like adorn yourself with yeah with your 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 beauty products and your yeah. and and you're constantly taking in poison some and it's making the small amount of people in the world rich beyond yeah. measure beyond measure they have all the power mm-hmm. like isn't it four percent of the world's population have all the wealth. And the 96% of us that are left keep them wealthy yeah. and keep them powerful. And it's, it's not just about money, it's about power. That's my conspiracy theory. I really believe that. And even what you said about the wealth distribution. I mean, I've heard very convincing arguments recently that the financial situation is completely uh, drawn up and contrived by the wealthy uh, because we actually, every country has a choice where to set the cost of living and where to set the average wage. Mm. Uh, so actually, it could be said that everybody can manage the cost of living perfectly happily. It's just chosen to keep us slightly below what is a safe standard. So that because if you're in a state of survival where you're just coping with your immediate lot in life yeah. and your mortgage and your yeah. your kids, you don't question anything. You just no, like, sorry about that. I'll try and get it next week for yeah. you. Yeah. You're yeah. kept in such a, a small. And don't uh, get me started on what they're doing to women in the world, because women are are very powerful when they're in their power. Yes. But take that away from them and they obsess about you know, the shape of their ears or their their body weight or something stupid yeah. and therefore Waste their entire life looking away. in the mirror at at this obsession rather than looking and seeing all the children in Africa who are starving to death. If women ran the world from their heart yes, from their heart chakra, the world would be a completely different place. And I mean I'm not saying men are bad because they're not and they're they're also being 
manipulated as well. But I really do believe that the power, our our personal power, has been taken away. And I mean, if you go out on the street at three o'clock in the morning, as you have done from Temple Bar or someplace like that, from I mean, every night, but say what you see on the street. Uh, I suppose what you see is it's, it's actually it's like images from a magazine, just transported and walking around the street, you know, with the high heels, the short skirts, the whole. Uh, all of that going on, and it's and it's just and then, all so and then so drunk. And then there's all the drink and all of that. So everyone's unconscious. Unconscious because they, they, I reckon they have to get out of their minds because their yeah. minds are tormented with competition, comparison. Because that's how you sell products. Yes. You know, if we, if you put, you say you have to be a size zero, and you have to look eighteen for the rest of your life. Yes. And your obsession is that you you know there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. You have no idea what it's like. You're held in a state of dissatisfaction. You don't know what it's like yep. to paint your room or make yeah. a cushion or yes. cook a cake. Or be resourceful and anything. Yeah. 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 And just or say a thought. Yeah. <laughs> or say a prayer. Yeah. Or meditate or bond with some like-minded people. You can't get a woman sometimes to spend. on a probiotic but you can get her to spend 59 euro on a weight loss product which is extraordinary and I just uh, in case people don't know probiotic is a very handy healthy bacteria little powder with with healthy bacteria in it that combats the ginormous amount of yeast and sugar in our diets is that right yes and it also replaces your I always say you know it's giving you a little army to fight your infection so it's like putting an army into your stomach now and so when a, an infection comes along the healthy bacteria you have the healthy it. bacteria to fight it because what happens is they get an antibiotic it destroys the good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria and then they can't understand why they've got another bug yes. three weeks after when i'm doing this program i always do one or two distance healing the power of conscious thoughts can travel effortlessly through time and space and in a way it's as simple working with energy is as simple as literally just shaking out you know a, a bit of silk over an ironing board it's not like you have to chop anything out or get rid or or acquire it's a shaking out of energy that's neither good nor bad but can get in a, a wrinkle. So the, the first one was the adrenal glands. Mm. One of the lovely channeling uh, meditations I do is to draw energy through so it's crown chakra and down, I can't really remember where it goes apart from through each side of the chest, through the adrenal glands, through kidneys, around and back up again. And even just the visualization of bringing the energy through until it flows freely is very powerful. If you link up an athlete uh, to a, a brainwave thing, they actually use the exact same amount of muscles to run the race in their heads as yes. they do if they're yes. actually on the track. Yes. Well, the adrenal glands is the fight or flight, you know, where, where sometimes it, you know, yeah, the, the adrenaline gives you, um, gives you energy. Yes. So uh, when you're using that kind of fight or flight uh, too much so in your life. You're, you're charging yourself up to a degree that isn't healthy. Yeah. 
So you're you're on, you're like this all the time, yeah, bracing yourself. For you're 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 constantly on red alert. Yeah. And um, and that can happen to um, you know where people are in very stressful situations. Yeah. You know, and they're constantly even if they're being bullied at work or they're yeah. high expectations of goals yeah. or any of those. You know, things. when I was little, I used to see spirits all the time. So I was very very stressed out because I didn't understand no, what it was it, yeah. and it was in the 1960s Ireland where you didn't get much sympathy for that sort of thing how old were you when someone understood what was happening now or you understood <laughs> I think I was probably yeah I probably no I was I was I was still screaming I think when I was when we were married first weren't we? Monthly. yeah I, I probably I knew what was, it was, but I didn't, you know, it was like I tried to put it away, because it was, it was, you know, very scary. scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's oh. another one that I might do as well, because I think that's probably going to resonate with a lot of people that are listening, because uh, yeah. any, any information that's outside the usual accepted norm, might not even, people often don't even talk about problems they have, you know, at work or... Yeah, let alone exactly. anything less and, tangible. You know, I just remember having to sit up all night. Yeah. Trying to keep myself awake. Yep. And actually training myself to be able to stay awake for I could go to sleep at five o'clock in the morning because that's it seemed when every all and the activity down. was gone. Yeah. And I could sleep then at five o'clock. And to this day, I get my best sleep from five until you know whatever time I have to get up. Yes. But definitely, I I programmed myself from, and I would always I I'd, I'd know which ones were coming, you know. So sometimes yeah. I'd be sitting on the couch and at nine o'clock at night time, I'd say, oh, this is a bad one tonight, and I'd be afraid as a youngster to go to bed. Yeah, you know, and it, it was. So I think that was probably the beginning of my adrenal glands. Starting to always over be, the, yeah, yeah, overactive or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, so I was always on red alert in a yeah. sense. It is interesting. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it for a long time, but that was the same for me around April. April each year, nightmares. They'd build yeah. up and up until I'd be just dreading to go to sleep. Days would go by and I'd be like, no way, I just can't go there. Even the moment of dropping would be terrifying, you know, just that, that you know, when you're falling asleep, the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, don't go there. What about you? Have you ever had, Never had uninvited um, spiritual activity? No, not, not spiritual, although in my own case, I, I, um, I suppose the most unusual thing that I discovered from the dream state uh, was from my younger years, I had this recurring dream. Yes. And then I think when I was about 18 or 19, I was in bed uh, with a cold or a flu or something one day, drifting off, and I started thinking about this thing from my youth, which is a memory, a distant memory at that stage. And I started sort of half daydreaming about it, half dreaming. And it suddenly, uh, I clicked back into that old childhood dream state again. And because I was an adult at that stage, understood it, and uh, I reckon that it was I was actually reliving my birth. Uh, and the uncomfortable, the the all of the constriction and, and all of that strange uh, feeling, I suppose, that, that would be um, quite traumatic to a, a baby. Um, and that, that had been what the dream was about all along, was, was just this memory from birth. What an opportunity to heal it. I know, 
Um, yes. And, and that, that, so having had that understanding at that point, that was the end of it. And yes. at least I then knew what all that childhood trauma had been about as regards uh, dreaming and sleeping and all that. So that, that, that was the only spiritual thing. I had a funny incident there recently. My sister said to me that um, her guide, her spiritual, her spirit guide, was an Indian, a Native American Indian chief. Yes. And I suggest I remember him. I met him when I was a little girl, and he used to stand in the bathroom door and wouldn't let me go into the room. And I had described him to her, and she said, that's him. That is extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. I can remember him standing with his arms folded, looking at me, you know, saying, can't come in here. And it's, it's, it's just, it goes to show what a thin veil it is between, I mean, I often picture, I mean, you were saying about people not really recognising all the different energy fields yeah. that we're made up of, but I got that we're only 20% physical. And so all this other stuff is kept out like a Venn diagram. We try and show our sunny disposition. <laughs> we, we look at, the, we discuss the things that are accepted to discuss. Right. And all our creativity and all our fears and all the darkness and uh, statements of matter of fact that we can't go there because it's all in this, uh, held out by fear. But it, it was interesting that you had someone to cross-reference with. Before that strong barrier was put in place, uh, you had a, a very tangible experience of that spirit guide. And yes. now she has a very tangible yes. experience. Only later, later on in her life. But, yes. um, you know, how, you see, what happens is you, you say, I can't go to sleep because there's a man sitting on the end of my bed. Yes. And because they can't see it, they say, there is no man sitting yes. on the end of your bed. And then self-doubt comes in. Yes. And or, or what's really, I think, is that you think you're crazy. Absolutely. That, that's worse than That's even more disarming. That so is. Yes. So then you have the secret that you're a little bit crazy. And yes. you can't let anybody see that craziness. Yes. So then um, you're really coping alone. Yeah, it is. It's, it's tough because they can't help you because they can't see it. Yeah. And you I know. think... That kind of brings me to the, the second healing that I'd love to do this evening that's kind of come up because you were talking about self-doubt then that comes in. And one of the key ingredients that I felt you were talking about that you have to achieve to conceive um, is basically self-trust. You have to start to trust your body and work with your body to, to do what it does best. Yeah. People find it very difficult. They might trust themselves in certain situations. Lots of people, when they get to... The twenties or thirties, they might have an education in one field or another, and they might, oh yes, I can handle myself at work, or I can handle myself socially. Mm-hmm. And not many people take the step to hinge their mental excellence with their body. Uh, lots of people will live very much from the neck up, yes. mm-hmm. and even people who are very much in their physical body will be treating it uh, not necessarily as a um, at treating it again as a separate entity and, and almost like a machine yes you know and have no real connection to it no and so neither of those work and it's something that I learnt a lot from salsa about actually yeah. oh yes yes I did yeah. I did a five yeah. rhythm fantastic yeah. well that will get things going but, yeah. <laughs> but at salsa you have to have self-trust uh, it develops self-trust because of learning to spin you see you have to yeah. go with it you have to develop your balance and then decide that even if you do fall, it's not the end of the absolute world. And and generally, to get your body to move, or to allow your body to move, 
as it's invited to move, whether it's forwards and back or something more elaborate, you know. So that synergy between the mental and the emotional, and it sometimes embody more. I mean, you see in, in people's movements, sometimes they're embodying like their entire femininity or their entire masculinity or their spiritual. You know, in five rhythms, you definitely be embodying your spiritual, what you're doing there. But it's, it's a way to hinge all all aspects together mm-hmm. in a conscious activity and in a in a joint activity between yeah, um, you know man and woman and I mean I think that's that's been an amazing experience for me as as, as originally very much a, a mental orientated person mm-hmm. <laughs> you know lots of great ideas but to bring to embody that and to see your body as an expression of the divine. Mm. You, you can think, oh, spiritually, yes, okay, I can accept that. Yeah. That, yeah, we're a little spark of life force and therefore yes. valuable and sacred. Yes. Uh, mentally, you might say, okay, yeah, I've had some good ideas and I've got a nice ethics and a nice attitude and yes. I'm quite bright. Sensible. Yeah, I, bring, yeah. I yeah. bring something good. But physically, you might think you are Adonis and you should be in that men of Hollywood. <laughs> so you might not. Um, but yeah, you, but physical, it remains very superficial until you can embody it. It's going to be exciting. I mean, if we can bypass having to go to dance classes for everybody. I think actually a lot of people, <laughs> at least two or three of the hosts that work for the Creating Calm Network, all serious dancers. I see. So they've been doing a, a good bit of embodying. Yeah. If we can link up so that people start to think of their body as a part of their divine expression. Mm. When I say that uh, the, the physical is a part of our divine expression, I mean that it should be included in our realisation that everything is possible. Uh, because that is often left out. You think, well, I'm a certain age, or I didn't have a good chance in life, or I'm a bit wonky, you know, um, in, in some one limb or another. Yeah. So everything is, is experienced as limitations that seem inevitable. And that is a serious loser's limp if it comes to wanting to create a family, wanting to create the best that you can be. Mm. So it's yeah. about almost starting to include your body in your self-image in a much deeper way than most women are being encouraged to say at the moment. And men. I mean, men, I don't know. How do you think people are about men's health and body awareness? Well, I think men's situation is starting to mirror the ladies now. I think we're probably just about maybe 10 years behind, uh, maybe in, in... in in sense of being as as susceptible to all of the you know mass media body imaging and and all of that tanning and yeah. eyebrow waxing yeah. and yeah. And, yeah. and all of that and, uh, yeah. Yeah. and and you know the the need for the need for some um, type of, yeah well this is the thing and the sad thing is that that's another thing that we really need to deal with is the lack of self acceptance because you'd like to think they will look fantastic because of self respect and like let's put our best foot forward but it isn't often so there's no actually inner acceptance it's not a it's not a self-esteem mm-hmm. i love the fact that you've been here for like 20 years or maybe not in this exact place no. you've been expanding yeah. like mad <laughs> that you know that you're actually creating uh, a space a venue and kind of a portal into the new paradigm which is much less dominated by competition and comparison yeah. Yeah. which are so damaging and and, and moving forward from that well, you were saying to me, actually, 
that your ideal was to hit the big time and then go and just spend your entire time inventing. So there could be another product, or would that be what it's next, or what have you got in mind? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would think you help me with my zero-point energy machine? Uh, just, just a few tweaks left. Yeah. yeah. Minor. <laughs> it's so close. Just colour and a few things like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do it. Yeah. But uh, thanks a lot.